they rather invest some money to have a team of experts build out the operational structure that the business needs to scale rather than take the time away from the day-to-day delivery and slow down growth to do the work themselves, right? And speed of implementation is a top priority. Welcome to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast, where ambitious CEOs turn to transition from being the doer of the business to being the leader of the empire. I am Madeline Weick-Silva. I'll share my real-life struggles and breakthroughs as I've scaled my businesses and grown a team that run the day-to-day without me, so that now I run my seven-figure business on three-day work weeks. Join our community of visionary entrepreneurs and transformational leaders as we create lasting impact, financial freedom, and an awesome, rewarding life with a powerhouse team by your side. So one of the most powerful things you can do for your sales process is to get crystal clear about who is your ideal client and how to really discern on your sales conversation if somebody is a perfect fit for your offer, your service, and your program, and your coaching. And that takes a little bit of deep diving and quite a lot of deep thought. One, obviously, you want to have an ideal client identified. and I'm one of those people that really believes that the more narrow your niche, the clearer, the easier it is to really speak directly to the ideal clients that you want to bring in. And I think sometimes the challenge for us visionary CEOs is that we see potential in the people that we speak to and we want to help and we want to be of service. And so we think that anybody could be an ideal client and sometimes You know, that's a big disservice both to us and the potential client that is sitting in front of us doing a sales conversation. But I find that if we get super clear about who we want to serve and then get even clearer about how to discern when we're speaking to potential clients, if they are the perfect fit for our offer, our coaching, our program, our services, then we are going to be able to deliver ridiculous results for them and also have a whole lot more fun when we show up and do our work. It also brings us a lot more referrals because it gets a lot clearer for other people around us of who to send to us and they know exactly who we're looking for. It also makes the sales process, which sometimes can be one of the hardest things to delegate to somebody else, especially if you think that you're really good at sales and you know know that you can generate the sales that your business needs to do really well. It can be kind of nerve-wracking. I help several of my clients delegate their sales process and divvy in that up among their team members in a more powerful way so that they can actually scale faster. But it's always a little risky. It always feels really scary in the beginning. And But one of the things that really helps with that process is to really break it down the way we're going to be doing it today to help you and other people to discern of who is a good client and who is not. And the way we do that is by, one, becoming crystal clear who your ideal client is, but also becoming crystal clear of who they're not, so that you can really spell that out in every possible way for yourself, but also in your marketing and on your website and really making it clear for people to select Yes, I am, this is for me, or also deselect 
So I think it's just as powerful to have a little bit of push and pull in your sales process where the right people are pulled in and the wrong people are being pushed away. So that requires, again, a lot of awareness on your part of who is the right fit and who is not. So for example, one of the things that we do, we have different levels of offerings of how people can work with us. And we have delineated between the two offers of who the specific people that we're looking for for each one of those offers. What is their revenue? What kind of business structure do they have? Or what are the things that are the biggest problem in their business right now? And we really go deep in here to really get clear of, you know, how much time they want to invest in a project like this versus having it done for them. We look at all of these pieces to help them discern for themselves if this is the offer that they can step into. And when they step in, then they get a lot of support to really get phenomenal results. But the first thing, too, that we want to make sure that we do with that is to allow the people that are not a fit to deselect themselves, to say, oh, this doesn't feel good or this doesn't feel aligned. This is not really me. This is not, you know, I don't feel seen here so that they can deselect themselves. That's part of the process as well. And that helps filter it down so that we end up only talking to the right people. Because there's nothing more discouraging when you do a sales conversation and you're talking to the wrong people. It's very demoralizing when you are pitching your offers to the wrong people and nobody takes you up on it. And I find a lot of visionary CEOs start really doubting themselves, doubting that what they're offering is valuable, doubting that the price point is right, doubting that they are doing the work that they're supposed to be doing in the world. And when they are doing sales to people, potential clients that are just not a fit and they constantly make an offer to the wrong people. It's very hard, right? So this is one of the things, and I think I mentioned this in the sales series, but I think it's worth saying again, to start helping you to maybe switch your thinking around how you're looking at sales. Is that we are heavily investing in Facebook advertising and really building out some appointment booking funnels to bring in qualified leads that would be a perfect fit for the accelerator program. And one of the things that is happening is that so far we're getting great results and I am probably canceling about two thirds of the booked appointments that we're getting because they are not the right fit for our offer. They're not quite in the right sweet spot to step in and work with us. And it's not as much about the money because many of the people that I turn away say they have the investment that, that it would take to work with us. But mostly I'm turning them away because they're not in the right place to really get good results with us and the level of results that we want to see our clients receiving. So it's really important to be discerning of that so that I'm not pitching to the wrong people and also not bringing on board the wrong people and if you're curious why you shouldn't bring somebody on board, even if they have the money and they actually want to work with you, then listen to the podcast I did last week, where I really dove into the cost of working with a wrong fit client, because there's a big cost both to you and your business when you do that. And the other thing that we also do in our programs is that we really talk about who our offer is not for. We have that delineated just as well. 
And so, for example, I'm just going to walk you through so you can get, get an idea. So step number one is getting crystal clear who your ideal client is for the offers that you offer. Okay, so we have two different offers. The first one is for transformational leaders and visionary entrepreneurs that generates between 250 to 499K per year, right? So they're in quarter to a half a million dollar revenue bracket. And this is our done for you, done with you program called the Accelerator. And they have to have their marketing and sales processes figured out, meaning they have to have enough leads coming into your business to sustain their growth. You know, their main challenge in growing their business is capacity, like time and money. They don't have quite enough money to invest in the things they want to invest in, or they don't have the time to spend on the things that they know would move their business forward, right? And they're not quite ready to hire an operations manager. They realize they need to maybe free up some more cash flow to be able to afford somebody to step in and do that for them. And they're not quite right there, but they know they need more help. And they're willing to invest a significant amount of their time, their own time, between 8 to 12 hours per week to really get the operational structure in place and scale their business so they can increase the cash flow and get to that next level where they can afford to outsource those pieces. And they're willing to slow down their growth temporarily to put the foundational pieces in place. So that's for the done with you, done for you. It's our first level of an offer of the Accelerator program. And when people step into that, right, that's the first level. And then the second level is a little bit different. This is the Accelerator with the installation team included, where we actually do everything for our clients. And this is for transformational leaders and visionary entrepreneurs that are generating at least 500K, so half a million dollars a year. And up, and we work with clients in the seven figures as well, of course. And but anywhere up in that upper piece, you have your marketing and sales process figured out, right? They have enough leads coming in to sustain their business growth. And the main challenge is growing your business capacity. Again, it's about time and money. You know, having the right team in the right places, so I don't keep getting pulled in today to day having enough money to afford hiring the team without cutting into their pay or profit margin, right? They're ready to hire an operations manager. Maybe they looked at online business manager or CEO for their business, but they're not quite sure exactly how to integrate them effectively and how to set it all up to make it a success. So maybe they even tested it out a couple of times. It didn't really work out. And now they're kind of stuck in that limbo land where, what do I do now? I know I need to help in this area to grow, but what I've tried so far hasn't really worked out. And they'd rather invest some money to have a team of experts build out the operational structure that the business needs to scale, rather than take the time away from the day-to-day delivery and slow down growth to do the work themselves, right? And speed of implementation is a top priority. So right now, you can get my super simple team assessment process that helps me evaluate my current team, identify if I need to hire somebody else, what kind of training my team members need, who is worth investing in, and who needs to be more challenged to grow with a company, and really turning those less than motivated team members into productive, value-adding, value-adding team players. It's an on-demand five-part video series that will walk you through the whole process. It's totally free. 
And you can find it at hello7figurefreedom.com team-assessment-video-series. We'll make sure to add the link in the show notes and let me know. So this is just the guidelines for who is the ideal client for these two offers. So you can see there's two different tiers and I'm never positioning the two different tiers in the way that, oh, the top tier is better than the other tier. No, it's not based on that. It's based on who is the different tiers for. And I'm always very conscientious about the right fit investment for business owners. So I believe, you know, if you're not at the right stage in your business, you shouldn't invest at a certain level, right? You want to start off differently. So for example, if you're in a startup level and you're looking to maybe build out your marketing pieces, it's fine to join, you know, group coaching programs that teaching you the basic about around marketing. It's fine to take online courses, learning specific tactics around marketing to get more leads. Those are great ways for you to invest. And you shouldn't invest at this level of the accelerator program level because you're not quite ready for it at this point. This is not good or bad. It doesn't mean that you're not successful. It doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. It just means that at this point in time, there's different things that you should be focusing on that would actually accelerate your growth faster than investing in scaling the business. Because it's just as important for you to do the right things at the right time as it is to avoid doing the wrong things at the wrong time, right? And then we also list who it's not for. It's very clear that neither one of these programs are for transformational leaders or visionary entrepreneurs that are not yet generating quarter of a million dollars a year, right? And not quite yet making 250K or, you know, $22,000 a month plus. And they're struggling to maybe bring in consistent leads. And again, these are not bad things. We all go through this in business. Even when I started this business, after building many really successful businesses over the years, you know, I don't, you don't move over at the same level. You have to start over from scratch. You still have to go through the startup stage. There's nothing wrong about that. It's just a part of the journey. And there's different things that you should be investing in at that level than business scaling. You rather work with a wide variety of clients than narrow down your clientele into a specific niche, right? So these are the, some of the qualities that we're looking for for somebody that's not an ideal fit for our offer. Their monthly cash flow may vary greatly. So sometimes maybe they bring in $40,000 a month and then another, it's like maybe $5,000 a month. Like there's a really big discrepancy from month to month as far as how much they're bringing in. And they don't have basic marketing assets in place. Maybe they don't have a website, they don't have a lead magnet or marketing funnel, then they're not consistently generating leads for the business. So if this is them, then our offer, the accelerator is not for them. So we have that clearly delineated. And then we also give them some advice because I always believe you should not leave people hanging. You should always send them somewhere else. And so, you know, I tell them to get crystal clear on your ideal clients and the perfect offer to serve them and go all in on streamlining your marketing and sales processes. And then I give you them recommendations. So a top recommendation is Melissa Seaman at Channel Eugenius Academy. She's an amazing woman who does work with intuitives and gifted people and really help them building a business all around their genius. And she has a very creative way that I think works 
phenomenally well with people who don't see things in a linear fashion. And she's very creative and beautiful in her way of approaching business building that I feel really suits with the clients that comes to me as well that aren't quite ready for our offer yet. And the other one is Thrive Academy's Client Attraction Summit. This is an amazing three-day event that you can get a full scholarship to, to attend. And they do amazing work with helping healers, coaches, people just starting out in business who want to grow an online business, really figuring out what it's going to take and get those building blocks and the chops to really make it happen. It's by far the best startup business system out there. And you can get a full scholarship to attend their three-day live event, which is amazing. So those are my top recommendations for people who are not quite ready in our accelerator offer. So I think it's really important, one, to get crystal clear of who you're looking for, who is the perfect fit for each one of your offers, and also get very clear about the characteristics of somebody that's not a fit for your offer and what do they need to focus on and who can you recommend to send them to. Because I think we always want to leave people in a better place after they found this, right? Which is why you want to give them a good recommendation. So this is like, this is step one of the process of getting really clear about how to discern who's the right fit for you. It's actually to start writing this down and getting really clear of where you fit them in. And this information is things that we share with our potential clients. It's part of the PDF that we send out that really talk, walks people through the accelerator program and what it's, what it's all included and really helps them discern if this is the fit for them or if this is the program for them. And they really look at these pieces. So these are the things that we share with our clients that we spend some time really fine-tuning and getting really specific about. Now, on top of that, we also have an internal program, an internal document that we utilize to really get specific about now we have our ideal clients, but what is the language they use when they talk to us? How do they behave? You know, what are other things? What is characteristics about them that makes them an ideal client for us? And those are the things that we're really listening for and, and kind of looking to dig out during the sales process. Because, you know, the very first part of the sales process really is just to decide, are they going to be a good fit? Anytime I'm having a conversation with a potential client, I'm really assessing them if we should be working together or not. Do I like these people? Are they in a place in their business where it would make sense to invest at this level to really scale their business? Are they so aligned with who we really are in our culture and what we want to create here at MWS, you know? Are they utilizing that language that, you know, are we going to have fun working together? That's really important to me. Will they get results with our program? Those are the things that I'm really looking to assess during the first part of the sales conversation. And here's the thing. If for any reason somebody is not a fit and I don't feel like it would make sense for them to invest in our program, I will literally not make the offer to them. I don't offer the offer unless there's a perfect fit after I make the assessment. Just the other week, I was talking to a client and it just was not a good idea for her. It didn't make sense at the place where she was at in her business. 
to invest with us at this level. And I just told her, I said, listen, this is not a good fit for you. This is not where you need to spend your time, your energy or your resources. I recommend you do X, Y, and C instead. And I think it takes, you know, we need to be in that level of integrity when we're talking to people and really helping people to discern. And that is how you add value. Rather than coaching during a sales conversation, remember the very first podcast in this series was all about, you know, what are the mistakes people make? And one of them is coaching during a sales conversation. And uh, many times people do that because they want to add value to the client. But in reality, there's a much more powerful way for you to add value to the clients, helping them discern what is the next most important step that they can take. If you are working with somebody with health or business or anything else in the coaching world or service world, that you're helping somebody see or be, point these things out. So again, so we have this really detailed list that is an internal document. They really go in, what is the soul aligning behavior, language, and characteristics of our ideal client? What are we really looking for? Right? Who are they specifically? Where do we find them? What are their goals and visions in life? How do they see the world? You know, what is their commitment? You know, I also have a dream client wish list of people that I would love to work with. And so these are some of the things that are really powerful to have written up because now this is what you can hand off if you ever wanted to outsource your sales process and your sales conversations. You can hand this off to your sales team and they're going to have a lot of clarity about who you're looking for and really be discerning during a sales conversation. We also have a hazardous client list. And this is just people that are not a fit for us. Again, just because they're not a fit doesn't mean that they're wrong, they're doing something wrong, or they're not cool people, or they're not amazing visionaries, or they're not brilliant business people. It just means that they're not a fit for us. So we have a list around how do they behave? What do they say? What are some of the characteristics they have? You know, so that we can, again, really discern when we are listening to people during a sales conversation, assess, are they going to be a good fit or are they not? If they're not a good fit, we'll send them on their way with some phenomenal recommendations and we won't make the offer. And if they are the right fit, we invite them in and invite them to invest and really step in so that we can support them taking their business to the next level. So I hope this is helpful to really kind of start looking at. The other piece that we do is we also look at how to qualify certain assets that maybe a potential client has. So for us, it could be different things for you. But for us, we oftentimes look at their website and we have ways of qualifying if they are going to be a great fit for us. What does their website look like? And we also look at where we can find them. And we have a long list of where they hang out, what communities they're part of what organizations they, they're part of, and so that we can really start searching for them there and making connections. And, and we look at, so these are the things that we are really looking at to simplifying the whole sales process. These are also phenomenal to have this internal document. If you have somebody who runs chat and, you know, who reaches out to potential clients online in social media, or building your audience in a stronger way, they can really get clear about who you're actually looking for. 
So this takes a little bit of a deep dive. It takes some soul searching on your part to really put this together. But I highly recommend that one, get really clear on your website and in your marketing material, who you work with and who you don't, so that people can say, raise their hand and say, hey, that's me. Or they can say, that's not me. And they deselect themselves before even getting on your calendar. And then during the sales conversation, to really have this detailed document that goes deep into the behavior, how the languaging, the characteristics of your ideal client and the people that are not a fit for your offer so that you can really discern during the sales conversation who's a fit and who's not and making delegating the sales conversation so much easier on you when you are ready. So I hope this is helpful. Let me know if you have any questions about this. Or if you need any support in putting this together for yourself and your business. This is one of the most powerful things you can do for your sales process. And we'll chat next week. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast. I hope this episode sparked a shift in perspective to help you amplify your impact, income, and freedom. Schedule a call with me today. You'll find the scheduling link in the show notes to take the first step towards gaining clarity on how to bring your vision to life with more ease. I'm looking forward to reconnecting with you next week for more insights, inspiration, and innovation. Check the show notes for additional resources.